Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hey fam, welcome back to the Mindset Mile podcast. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Upswing Fitness. First of all, happy December. Wow, it's December. As we close in on this year, I feel really compelled to plant this thought seed in your head. And in a non-creepy way, I really hope it is something that just haunts you throughout this next year. And that is to be in pursuit of your potential. So what do I mean by this? Real quick, I want to jog your memory. And if you can recall, what are some things you said at the beginning of this year that you wanted to do? Or maybe there were some habits you wanted to change or some new routines you wanted to establish. Did you do them? Why or why not? Is there something you feel like you've been ignoring or putting off because it hasn't been the right time? What is that? And what does the right time look like? More importantly, what I want you to ask yourself is why? Why did you put it off? Because it was not the right time. It usually is not because of timing so much as it is a fear of failure or the unknown, or it's something that you're worried about what other people are going to think of you. Maybe you don't have the support of your partner or your family or your friends, whatever that is, there's dream stealers all around us. But here's a plan I want you to take into the new year. I want you to be in pursuit of your potential. You know what one of the biggest reasons people sleep on taking risks and being bold or just stepping outside of their comfort zone? It's because they feel like if they go for it, then they need to win. But a lot of times 
what we associate as hard, we also associate a low probability of success. And therefore, we never end up going after it. But the concept here in pursuing your potential is that it doesn't take winning or succeeding in the way that you might think. It takes just going for it. Being in pursuit of your potential does not have a singular definition, and it's not necessarily an estimation of what you're capable of accomplishing in your lifetime. So we we associate accomplishments with our potential, but what if I told you your potential isn't so much about productivity so much as it is about an experience? What if this entire time you've been feeling disheartened, knowing you're not living up to your potential because you thought in order to define your potential, you needed to collect a number of wins in order to define it, when really what it's about is an awakening of who you were created to be. And let me tell you, who you become because you followed through with something that was out of your comfort zone is literally the epitome of what I am talking about here. That is being in pursuit of your potential. So you've probably heard this story a million times if you've been following this show for a while, but I ran, I I trained and ran a full marathon after a lifetime of just loathing and hating running. And I never, it was never a bucket list thing for me. I was never one of those people that's like, Yeah, I want to run a marathon just to know I can do it. Literally couldn't care less if I could do it or not. I thought people who ran 26 miles were absolutely crazy. And the idea of a marathon didn't really come into my my head until I started getting into running, which is always something that I did want to do. I always admired the lifestyle of runners, you know, being able to just go out wherever you are. If you were traveling, it was something that I felt like, I saw people do everywhere and it it just looked so freeing and the way that people talked about running sounded so satisfying, you know, this runner's high and just this feeling of being on autopilot where your body is moving for a certain amount of time or distance and your mind is just somewhere else. It, it, it felt like a form of peace and meditation that I wanted. But to be frank, all I could really ever think about when I was running was how much I hated it because I always had this expectation that in order for it to be worth it, I needed to run a certain distance. And when I would sporadically go out and try to run this said sporadic distance, like five miles, I could never do it because I wasn't I didn't have a foundation to do that. Like five miles is a lot when you're someone that doesn't run. So anyways, all this to say, I, a few years ago, several years ago, I let go of this expectation that in order to be a runner, that I needed to do a certain distance or time. And I let myself do one mile at a time or two miles at a time. What it, it wasn't much or what I thought was much at the time, but I wanted to be able to do that until it became a breeze before I let myself go any farther. And it really only took a few weeks to do that before I was stepping into, you know, three mile runs and then maybe four mile runs. And then I joined a running group where we were running five to six miles once or twice a week. And I'm giving you this example 
not because I want you to be impressed with how much I was running or what I was able to accomplish, but more so because I really started to fall in love with who I became because I let go of the expectation that I needed to, you know, my win, what I looked at as my win and my potential was that I should be able to do a certain amount. Five miles was like my number. And once I let that expectation go and let myself just become at peace with following through with what I said I wanted to do for so many years, I really started to feel so empowered and I started to become inspired. I, my mind would just be spinning, um, when I, when I went out on runs and I was just so grateful for my body. And I started to look at, I started to look at things differently and it was just such this transformative experience that I didn't expect to get out of just running. I thought running was just a form of exercise that, you know, made you feel good and it would probably change your body body composition in some ways, but I I really didn't expect to become who I became through this experience of then running much farther distances where I considered my my full marathon. You know, I ran a half marathon and I thought to myself could I do what I just did one more time? Could I run 13.1 miles one more time? Because at the end of 13.1, I was like, you know, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And instead of looking at a marathon being like, okay, I need to run 26.2 miles. I thought, could I do 13.1 one more time? It was like this mental shift. And that's how I started to approach so many things in my life that I felt doubt about in my business and in who I was and, and finding my voice online. I really started to look at things differently because of who I became through running. So I was sleeping on my potential because of these limiting thoughts I had about myself. And who was that serving? It was serving absolutely nobody. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck, which is why I fully believe in the support of therapy. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. Therapy has personally helped me during big transitional times in my life, not feel so alone and anxious. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist at any time. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash mindset mile. That's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash mindset mile. So for you, I want to put this in a way that translates to you. It doesn't need to be running a marathon, but maybe it is just a shift in how you choose to participate in your life and in your networks. I think being in pursuit of your potential is a mind shift that goes from me to we, because helping others and collaborating amplifies success. So in what ways 
can you shift from me to we? Maybe that is in your relationship. Maybe that's with your kids. Maybe that is at work. Maybe that is in your community or at your church. Being in pursuit of your potential means surrounding yourself with positive and supportive influences. Those people are going to change you and you are going to change them. But when you are sleeping on your potential, you might be around people that are not really encouraging or motivating you to do much. And it doesn't need to necessarily be in a way that is directly motivating you to step out of your comfort zone. Maybe it's their complacency that is keeping you within your comfort zone. When you start to surround yourself with people that better themselves with the books they read and the habits they have and the lifestyle they live, those are the things that have such a bigger influence than someone just saying and suggesting, hey, you should just try this if you want to feel better. Do this. Be around those people and they will start to rub off on you. And that is you being in pursuit of your potential. It is being around people that have a positive influence on you. And the thing about being in pursuit of your potential is that there's probably not going to be this aha moment or green light that shows you which is the right way to go, which is the right way to step, who is the right person. It's not something that just happens overnight. It's going to be something that you realize at the end of next year, you're going to be able to look back on these dots that were connected, where one thing led you to the next, to the next, to the next. You're not necessarily going to know the way while you're in it. It's, it's going to take time to unfold, but you're going to look back on next year at the end of 2023. And you're going to be like, wow, I did I did that. I did this. And and I grew in these ways. And when I thought that I was sitting stagnant, when I thought that I was being buried, I was actually being planted. And now I can see it. You're going to feel proud of the moves you made and what you learned and how your confidence grew. But I just want to warn you that it's not something that you're going to feel while you're going through it. So don't be deceived that because results are not showing up right now, or you don't feel like a different person tomorrow because you tried something new, that is okay. Don't overthink it. But what I do want you to do is listen to what lights you up on the inside and follow that. That is leading you to your potential. And mostly I want you to know that this idea and this this abstract, messy, awesome idea of being in pursuit of fulfilling your potential is a lifelong journey. It's not just going to be at the end of next year that you realize the, the dots that were connected and, and the ways in which you grew. As you grow, all that happens is you create more space to grow. So start loving the journey, start loving the process. It's not an arrival you are going to be going through this your entire life. And I want you to be excited about continuing to fulfill your potential as you grow. 
I hope this episode spoke to you. Please tag me on social media. I love seeing your posts. I'm at Asia Zaza and you can use the hashtag mindset mile. I cannot wait to see you next week. And until then, make it a great day.